0: And this, is as real as it gets. this is Phoebe Price, and you're listening to the UCW Radio Show, in your face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio, in your face.
1: Welcome to the UCW Radio Show. And on tonight's show, we're going to have a special guest on shortly. Uh, She is an interior designer. She's a Pennsylvania native. And, uh, yeah, she's the host of DIY's Megadens. Uh, Yeah, you got it. It's Anitra Megadon. She's going to be on the show. She's actually uh, on deck right now. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's bring Anitra on the show. All right, Anitra, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. How are you?
0: I'm good. Good, good, good. I'm excited to be here. What's going on?
1: Today? We, we have you on, which is fantastic. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, how you got to this point. You know, uh, our listeners that, I mean, if, they a, if they're living on the rock, then they probably don't know, but I'll we'll let them know. Uh, you're the host of DIY's Megadens. And yes. yeah, and that's that's your your big thing, and we're going to talk about the show because I mean that that that's like the basic information about you uh, and uh, Mega Dens. But I, I want to kind of dive into how you got there.
0: Well, here's the deal. Um, I've wanted to do this since I was 15, and by this I mean home improvement. Um, I loved watching home improvement shows when I was a kid. I've always been a crafty chick, um, an artist by nature, uh, creative personality, handy by default. Okay. So this has been my dream since I could remember. And uh, it's funny. I, I went to school for design. I, you know, I have a background in interior design. I took set design for theater, started building with tools and I couldn't get enough of them. So that started this whole thing. And, you know, I tried for years. It was like this this dream for, you know, a minute people think you're a little crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in my 30s. And I finally, the right person sees me at the right time and puts me in front of the right people, all the DIYers. And it just clicked. They loved me. I loved them. And they developed a show around me called Megadence.
1: I th- I think that's awesome, but th- how, so, but how did it? I mean, it. I know I know the story. Our listeners don't know. I know the story. How this kind of like developed? You know, it was it was like a fluke type of thing.
0: It was it was a total fluke. I have she's really bad dogs um, that were unruly, and my pet sitter is friends with Victoria from It's Me or the Dog, and she was like, "I am not coming over anymore unless you call <laughs>
2: Victoria
0: <laughs> <laughs> help." So we called Victoria. It was like the last show they were casting. They came to look at us. Um, and, you know, I think it was like one of those moments in life where we weren't right for that show. Mm. And, and, but I through that, I met some great people and told them, you know, they were like, hey, you're good on camera. What do you do? And we started talking. And um, it's funny because it has nothing to do with just me or the dog. Um, the production company is actually Picture Window Productions that uh, does the show. But um, I met this great guy, Michael Lucker, and he had some great friends, um, Susan Satterfield, and we put together a sizzle reel. And they it was bizarre because – You know, I've got bad dogs, and I end up with a TV show. I've been trying for a TV show since I was 20, and I end up with a show because of the dogs that I absolutely adore for being so bad.
1: Yeah, you better adore those dogs. They they got you your opening.
0: It's crazy, you know, and it's like here I was working with rescue groups. I ended up feeling like a sucker one day doing, you know, we were doing relays, taking dogs, picking up dogs and taking them. To to veterinarians and I fell in love with with one and it was like she was the reason we ended up getting the show. Yes, it was my rescue puppy that got me a show.
1: <laughs> no, that, that that well, that's fantastic. So you're in, uh, you're an animal lover without a doubt.
0: Oh gosh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a loon. I work with rescue groups. I'm always trying to save animals, help animals. You know, I'm one of those.
1: No, Come but, on! Yeah, but that's good stuff, you know. You it's, you, uncon- it's
0: unconditional love.
1: Oh no, with yeah, without that, with, with dogs, forget about it. You know, they they'll love you to the end. As, <laughs> as long as you return it, you're good.
0: Yeah? <laughs> no, man, they don't care what you look like, what you smell like, what yeah. you're wearing. They don't care. They love you for being you. And uh, yeah, I find peace in that.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't don't you wish you had a husband like that? <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> not looking so pretty it doesn't matter having a bad day it doesn't
1: matter oh my god he'd be like the uh the best guy in the world <laughs> <laughs> oh my god too funny and, and you're a pennsylvania native i am
0: i'm a pa girl i'm yeah. a Northeaster. um I've been down here in the South, um, where the show was filmed. The show is mostly filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. Right. Um, but I've been down here for probably like ten years, eleven years. So I think at this point, I'm considered a damn Yankee, but I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, but you know, Atlanta gives you love. That's good. <laughs> Atlanta,
0: a lot of good things came out of Atlanta. That rescue puppy and a TV show. I am grateful to the ATL. Yeah, you
1: see that, <laughs> Hot Atlanta. Delivering it to Nitra. All right.
0: Oh,
1: it makes all that traffic we have tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, Atlanta's treating you good, and you've been there. And, uh, you know, the, the way your show is, it has a lot of you incorporated in it, as opposed to it being uh, just a production company kind of dictating what you're going to do. Am I wrong about that? No,
0: this show is um, really, it's, it's not scripted. There's nothing scripted about it. Um, I work with two brothers, the Shalaba brothers, who are amazing and can build anything. And between the three of us, with all of our skill sets and the fact that I am handy and know how to use tools, we do some pretty wicked stuff. And the production company is awesome about it. And they just let us do our thing. So what you're watching is real. Like it's really happening. It's really how it goes down. These are our real conversations. And uh, yeah, they just put it together and make it look like magic,
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but you know something without you it, without you being the face of the show, you know uh it, it wouldn't be what it is.
0: Well, it's crazy, it's crazy fun, you know, I'm one yeah. of those girls that's always getting into something, okay, like I just went and got a tow package and ripped out all the bushes in front of my house. Mm-hmm. I can't sit still. There are, I'm not afraid to tackle anything. There's no such thing as me being a small little girl and a project being too big. I don't play that game. <laughs> oh,
1: man, I'm not messing with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take me out. So,
0: oh, I get us some trouble. You know, there are moments where they're like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. You know, what are you up to now, Anitra? So um, there's a lot of craziness that happens in the show, but the whole point of it for me is, I'm handy by default. I, I didn't have any money going to school. I still wanted to make things pretty. And, you know, because of that, I really learned how to build and I learned how to make stuff. I learned and, and I'm a really big one of my huge things is furniture rescue. I am all about rescuing furniture and giving it new, new life. So um, for me, my goal with this whole show is to inspire people to take on their houses, to take on projects, to not be afraid. You know, I want women using tools. I, I want them to go big. It's basically go big or go home for me. And mm-hmm. um, my whole thing is just be daring. So these people live in these cookie cutter houses and they buy furniture that's all matchy-matchy from the store. And I'm, I don't want to have any of it anymore. So my goal is to inspire you to take stuff on yourself. And I think we do that on the show, man.
1: Well, I think you do. I mean, I've seen a few of your sh- your episodes, and uh, really, I was impressed. Really impressed. Seriously. Crazy. Yeah.
0: We do fun projects. We do affordable projects. Um, there's things you could find and things you could tackle on your own, and it's like there's something about seeing a little chick with a big. Gun and you're like, hey, if she
1: can do it, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's well. Let me let me ask you something, Anitra. Now, when you were younger and you were working with your hands, doing all that stuff, you know, did you have someone in your life that kind of sparked that interest for you? You
0: know, um, my mom and dad are totally supportive. My dad's kind of handy by default. He likes to tackle projects himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's because he wants to do it himself or he doesn't want to call and admit he can't do it himself. Either way, he tackles everything like lays the floors, changes out toilets, like super handy guy. Um, and my mom's always been really creative. So I, in between the two of them, we are people that get in there and get dirty. I mean, you go visit my house and there's no such thing as a vacation. It's like, we're going to go tackle the front yard today and we're going to rip out the toilet and we're going to rip out the kitchen and we're going to redo the kitchen. And I'm... <laughs> yeah. I try not to go home because I can't ever get a
1: rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you love it, though.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we're, we're very hands-on people. Even my dad just came to set. We just finished Log Cabin up in Maine. Which is incredible. Um, it, the location is incredible this year, and the mega den is out of control. And we were working with Chris Grundy, and my dad popped in, because, you know, because what's a twelve-hour drive?
1: Yeah, and, you know, he, he drove from
0: my family. He, he drove from
1: <laughs> PA all the way to Maine.
0: Uh, oh yeah, it's <laughs> like no <laughs> big deal for my family, you know. And he drove up and he came to see us on set and. I, you know, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to coddle him, but he was working and hanging stuff and carrying stuff and cleaning. And I was like, ah, that is the epitome of a mechadon to me. Yeah, <laughs> we really. like to
1: get our hands dirty. And, yeah, mecca. Mecca, I think that's the uh, the main uh part of your last name mecca everything big Uh, (laughs) you know as you said go uh you go go harder go home or go bigger go home or however you want to put it uh but you yeah yeah, you get your hands out you do your thing and i think that's fantastic but you i mean this 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 came to you but you were working towards this or towards something like this you know since you're a kid yeah i've i've had
0: that dream forever and you know it's funny because um I never discourage people. I never discourage them, no matter how wild their dreams are. Because there are those moments in life where it's like, why don't you go back to school and be a doctor? Why don't you go, you know, are, are, are you sure this is what you want to do? And you're 30, and this hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. And um, I knew it would. I knew it would. And I just I, I, just kept digging that hole until I finally hit, you know, I finally hit Pater. dirt. Mm. It just all worked out. And sometimes, you know what it is? It's divine timing.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: you can't force these things. And maybe it's because I was ready, and maybe it's because they were ready, or i, I don't know. You know, I think that TV has changed so much um, that, uh, you know, a wild kind of uh, a wild personality like myself—I'm a rock and roll chick. I think everyone was ready for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, well, ten years ago, maybe not so much.
0: Maybe not so much yeah. ten years ago, eight years ago, even seven years ago. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe they weren't ready for you. More, maybe you weren't ready for it. You know, you don't know. Uh, my my oh, mom. Oh,
0: everyone's ready for me now. Yeah, now <laughs> they're ready
1: for you. Yeah, my mom always tells me that things happen when they're supposed to happen. And uh huh, and, and you, it's true. You, yeah, and you you carry that through life, you know. But you have a lot of things cooking now, you know. Um, you have oh, a, yeah. the. DIY, you have your Megadens, and that is growing. And I, I know it's growing because your, your fan base is uh, really uh, getting big. You know, so. It's a
0: hit show. It is a hit show on the DIY network. It is growing. It's grown by leaps and bounds. Um, the amazing thing about our Megadens fans, they have been with us since minute one. It's like you turn on that show and you're hooked. It is a fun show. It's informative. It's like, I, you know, I almost want to have a pen and paper go. There's so many ideas, you know, and, and that's what I love about it. Um, but I get to do so many other fun things too. I uh, This year I did uh, the Ultimate Bachelor for DIY and Esquire Magazine. I saw that. I
1: saw that big clock. Oh, I saw the big clock.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, that was crazy! And uh, got to do uh, special uh, behind the build of the HGTV dream home for DIY. And I was just out in LA filming with Mike Holmes and Scott McGillivray doing uh, the ultimate handyman. I'm hosting it this season. Nice. And it's going to be on HGTV. So we're going to have a lot of fun.
1: Oh, nice, nice. And now uh, Mega Dens comes on. What is it on Sunday? Is 8:30?
0: Megadens comes on Sunday nights at eight thirty. Um, but there is an hour slot so you get to see a new show and a rerun between eight and nine. It's pretty awesome. So oh, that's a- I uh yeah, we just had a crazy episode air last Sunday, this past Sunday, where we turned a living room, like a, a home theater, this room that wasn't used, we turned it into a home theater, but we did it like the inside of an airplane. So it was this whole airplane-themed den. Right. that, if I can tell you anything, this is one of my favorites that I have done in a while. In a while. It was wild. I mean... I had a pool table painted with Cadillac Pearl auto body paint. We did some crazy things in this episode. It was, uh, yeah, that was one that keeps down the NBC.
1: Well, Ella, I think when you take a whole bunch of creative people, throw them in a room, unobstructed, uh, magic's gonna happen.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, oh, we have to stop ourselves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I bet. Yeah, yeah. So developing. We only
0: have five days to do a show, so there's a lot. You know, we have to stop ourselves. Even I know when to say when now.
1: <laughs> now, for now. We'll nah. <laughs> now. Let's <laughs> we'll see what happens later. So with the uh, with the show, so this this spans over a few days, right? It's not just. I mean, obviously, obviously, yeah. people see it on TV. Everything's uh, quick and uh, to the point, but uh, you guys are there for a while.
0: We are there for five days, um, start to finish, Um, you know, and they're not even five full days. But we do these major renovations and build this amazing furniture in a short amount of time. So it is, um, you know, all systems go for five days straight (laughs) so that we could finish on time. But the reason that we do such, you know, uh, tight schedules is, Honestly, so that we can fit so many in in the season. I mean, we're doing 13 episodes a season, and um, there are people from all over the the country asking for Megadens now. <laughs> it's, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, but that's good stuff. You know, when you when you oh yeah yeah. Well, when you're when you're touching people like that, you know, it's it's beyond just doing the uh, doing a den over and having a TV show. You're connecting with them, and they feel like you're part of their uh, their family, so to speak
0: true, and, you know, I'm a big believer in, um, you know, your home isn't just this box with four walls that you live in. It should totally represent who you are, and um, it should be this kind of place you come home. When you actually get there, you don't want to leave. And so when we do each Megaden, I take every family into consideration, who they are, what they dig, what gets their motors running. And I what we try to do, and I think what we achieve on a regular basis is, we put something for everyone in that family in one room. And what it does is it brings the family all back together again. You know, if there's something for everybody in one room, chances are you guys are actually going to start to hang out again.
1: Yeah. And, and they, you build the connections through giving them an environment to be in.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. And, and um, one of the, the things I hear the most, um, it's like clockwork at the end of every show, they look at, they look at us and say, how, how did you know, how did you know this is what I always wanted? How did you know? Um, and I, you know, for me, I'm like, I don't know if it's my Italian intuition
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm just a good listener, but, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know I think
0: it's the
1: Italian intuition. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. You got to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that going for you. Uh you know, you're it's, it's interesting. There are shows out there where you have interior designers doing this, that, the pretty stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh your your background isn't so much how, how can I put it? it? Isn't so much residential type. You know, your your background's no. more commercial work.
0: You got it, baby. Yeah. I was I was all commercial um which I think is what makes doing residential now for for megadens, doing megadens, makes it so much cooler because I use materials um, in a residential space that you don't normally use. I'm a big fan of metal. I I'll, I can do I can come up with a million different ways to use metal and bring metal into your home, and I it's like that that all those years of working in restaurants and bars and Mm -hmm. and doing commercial work gave me that edge because I just, I think differently. I see things differently and I don't follow any basic trends or any rules. I, my only rule that I follow is there are no rules for me. Everything's how it feels. Mm -hmm. So, and working in commercial for so long, I have all of these great connections and I have, you know, met all of these amazing artists. So, um, yeah, it's, it totally
1: gives me that edge. Yeah. Well, when, when you're doing commercial work, obviously, you know, you become, um, an architect of sorts and mm-hmm. and, and you have to be when you're doing that type of work. Yeah, true. yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's, again, that's a lot different than when you're doing residential residential, you'll have an interior designer go and just you know, fabric here, this, that, but you're, you're way beyond that. Yeah.
0: It's, You know, the residential thing, I think um, most people get so neurotic about their home, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That there's a controlling thing that happens. They want to control everything that goes into it and every decision that's made for it. And how we get around that, because it's true, that's how people are with their homes and it's understandable. But if you don't know what you really want and you don't know how to really explain yourself, then you need somebody like me to come in and decipher it. And the the way that we get around it, and the way that we come out with an amazing end product each and every time is, I take what they say and I read between the lines, and then they are removed from the decisions. So that in turn um, helps us tremendously. And it's you know we're we're spot on. We we know what we're doing. I ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. It's knowing what you love, knowing what somebody loves, and knowing what somebody hates right. is half the battle, so, and people don't realize that.
1: So you become semi-psychologist, or st- oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's a lot of that that
1: goes on. Yeah, I can imagine. You have to hold their hands, walk them through it, and oh, let yeah. them let them know it's going to be okay. It will be okay. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, you know, it's funny, um, people, the biggest thing, they'll go, oh, when you put a color on the wall, but um, I try and say, you know, a color is only 30% of a room, really, mm-hmm. so you might go, oh, my gosh, right now, but once everything gets in there, the artwork and the furniture and the area rugs and stuff and the drapes, its and now it's no big deal, and, and it becomes this amazing thing, so um, every now and again, we'll get a homeowner where we're I'll have to hold their hand and say, "Trust me, <laughs> trust me, oh. trust 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 me."
1: The paneling needs to go; it has to go. <laughs> trust,
0: trust me, yeah. Yep. You know, and sometimes, yeah. Everybody, we inherit these things in our homes that aren't always the the best to build with. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a basement that has a, a wild, wonky floor, and you can't afford to go have new concrete poured, so you're stuck getting a rug. Well. Rugs are way cooler now than they used to be. So it's nothing to be afraid of, and and I think for me it's just it's knowing how to make those decisions mm-hmm. and knowing how to spend people's money appropriately, and uh, and also being able to say trust me, <laughs> yeah. trust me.
1: Well, you have an you have an eye for it. Obviously, you know you have a show, so uh, and uh, <laughs> I mean you don't. I mean you know how to work within budget constraints. Oh, uh, I'm
0: good on a dime. Yeah, I am good with the budget. I can't lie to you. I'm um, Also, you know, I eat, breathe, and sleep this stuff. I can't help myself. I mean, today, once I was done shopping for the show, I ended up ripping out my whole front of my house. Nice. So, you know, yeah, my garage looks like Sanford and Son. I have to keep my cars parked outside because I'm always coming across great pieces of furniture that I can know could be something amazing. And, yeah, so... Well, I'm
1: telling you, I'm, Let me tell you something. I, I, fun. I, yeah, but as long as long as you, your house doesn't become an, an episode of Hoarders, then you're okay. You know.
0: Oh no! <laughs> no, it's all great pieces of furniture that yeah. are you know that that are waiting to have a new lease on life for me to do something funky
1: too. So. Yeah, but that's yeah. That, yeah, but that's good stuff because you're <laughs> you, It allows you to be. Very much so creative. And I mean, you you have a piece of furniture that instead of it getting thrown out, you're you're giving a new life, you're reinventing it, so to speak, and putting it into a a home that uh, it'll be loved and hugged and everything else.
0: Oh yeah, it's um. You know, I am also a hand. You know, the handy chick. So it's like I come home and the faucet's leaking, or there's something wrong. I have to rip out the bathroom, or hey, this is broken. And I'm going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I'm so busy doing mega dance, I might actually need to hire a handyman to fix my own house at this point. <laughs> oh
1: my god! Are you the type that when you go to a friend's house, they invite you over just so you can fix a thing or two?
0: Oh yeah, actually, you know, I I am fair game for all discussions now. So it's people tell me all about their homes and what they're doing to it, which I love. Um, but yeah, there there are moments where you go, and that's why I'm here. It's not my charm.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, we just need a little little input. That's all, Anitra. A little input. <laughs> now yeah so now let, let's talk about uh we were talk we, we were talking about diy we're going to get back to diy in a second and, and mega Uh i want to talk about uh your plum avocado what is mm-hmm. up with that
0: um plum avocado was my design business that i started years ago um and it was you know, to me, one of those things, because I refinish furniture, because I'm an artist, because I do custom jewelry, um, it was one of those names where it could be so many things. Uh, so that's why I chose it. Um, and it has a cute little hippie vibe to it. I mean, come on. Yeah,
2: I, <laughs> I, I
1: liked it. I, I saw the name. I said, actually, it's pretty cool. And I, and I, I got hungry, but uh, I, I didn't eat yet. So. <laughs> but no. no. So it, yeah. I <laughs>
0: I, um, it is my design business. I, right now, I currently only have time to strictly do mega dens. Um, but I'm always, you know, looking forward to taking on that new project, that new crazy thing. I just, we're doing, we're averaging about 30 homes, um, uh, probably about 30 homes a year. We're oh, averaging wow. plus I'm doing other shows in between. So, um, Yeah. <laughs> wow, the thirty homes,
1: thirty homes a year. That's uh, you, you like yeah. you, you like a contractor for real.
0: <laughs> we well, we are, and and you know we do really we do real construction. We rip out walls, we, we build walls. Where it's not just about making pretty furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's about you know making the uh, making the home better and increasing the value in people's homes. Mm-hmm. I'm always keeping that in the back of my mind.
1: Uh, once we tackle something, so, so yeah, <laughs> let, let me, let, let <laughs> be me, careful.
0: Sweep
1: them over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Invite a <laughs> Watch out. Uh, it, but but it's, it's, it's po- is, but it's it po- it's positive stuff. Positive. Now l- let me ask you a question on on Dents. Okay, mm-hmm. what what was um be beyond the clock thing in the bachelor pad, which I liked, and that that place was amazing. But what was uh, to date? your Your greatest accomplishment uh with a family and their their mega den
0: i um you know I have some favorites um but I'd say the one that's always 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 just like lurking in my brain is you know last season we did a backyard drive in movie theater. Um, this guy, this is such a cool family. You know, they're covered in tattoos, and he makes horror flicks for a living, and they mm-hmm. were just, they were so great. And they had this dilapidated, you know, piecemeal um, drive-in theater that they made for themselves with, like, plastic furniture, and the screen was falling down. And we took on an outdoor space for our Mega Den. And it's still one of my favorites because what we did was so wild. I found three 1952 Studebakers rotting away in my friend's junkyard. There was a tree growing out of one. They were filled with scrap metal. And uh, I had my metal guy, Cam Coffey, chop them, and we turned them into love seats. Nice. You have three 1952 Studebaker rear ends. When you walk down into this theater, which was huge... You know the tail lights actually work, and there's this gorgeous, like, white ostrich, you know, material that you're sitting on, and it's, it it looked like a real, real vintage drive-in for me, and that was one of my favorites. It was a gigantic space. Um, so many players came to bat to help us do that one. It was absolutely stunning. It's like I made, I, I had no money, okay? Mm-hmm. Like chopping these through the bakers was kind of like pinch. I was pinching pennies after that. I made bar stools out of trash cans. Wow. <laughs> we did crazy stuff on that episode and it's it's still one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs>
1: but, who, but who who thinks of that stuff though? You know, you have to be a special person to, to even come up with those ideas when you see something and say, "Hey, you know what? I think this would be fantastic as this." You you, you know, have to have a lot of vision. You're,
0: you're right. It's it's I don't know if it's if it's having the vision or having no other choice. Like when you're down to no money, you're going, I'm walking around a home improvement store like holding a hundred bucks going, what am I going to do? I need three. <laughs> and, um, you know, oh, this trash can. Hey, let's see if this is far height, <laughs> you know? So I start measuring the trash can and, you know, there's a man at the home improvement store going, what what, what are you doing? Because I'm sitting on the tr- trash can upside down <laughs> and I'm going, you know, the lid would be amazing. Back, and I, I just looked at my
1: I just need three and you don't want to know know. that's too funny Uh, anyway we got to take a really quick break and we're going to be right
3: back a boy born in Joplin Missouri was fascinated by anything with wheels and a motor the odds of him going on to fascinate millions with his talent 1 in 260,000 The odds of this born racer having 157 career top 10 finishes in NASCAR, one in 125 billion. The odds of him winning both the Daytona 500 and the Brickyard 400 in the same year, one in 195 million. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, one in 110. I'm NASCAR driver Jamie McMurray, and my niece has autism.
0: Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Hey, you wanna see something cool? Check this out. My name's Anitra, and I'm gonna rock your world. Wow. wow. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> Look at that! Wow! Oh my gosh! Along with my boys Mikey and Joey. I need the shalala brothers stacked. We're knocking down walls and taking names. The brothers actually get something done. And everyone gets to play. Oh,
2: oh.
1: Progress is slow. We should be finished by Christmas. The
0: girls with power tools, roll. We're not just bringing back the den, baby. We're making mega dens that'll blow you oh, away. Wow. And Anitra, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that is cool. You want some of this? Facial recognition, motion activity. They're going to wet their
1: pants. This may be the coolest room I have ever seen. Because life is too short to live
0: without a Megadend. All
1: right, a little promo for Megadens. All right, now let's get back to your uh, trash can story.
0: Yeah, no. Um, we that show was so crazy and so wild. Um, we built a, a, a bar and filled it with rocks. I mean, we. It is one of my favorites. It'll it'll probably go down in history as one of my favorites. But you know why? I'm a Northeaster, so I'm a car chick. Yeah. That's just that's how we are. If it's vintage, we love it. And you know, and to me, that was one of my favorite moments. I was just. The only thing that made me mad was I didn't have the money to get white wall tires. I was so mad
1: about that. Oh, well, yeah, those those are a little pricey, though.
0: I I I told you, (laughs) I was out of cake. I used every last dime. (laughs) Oh,
1: wow. Well, I'm sure that you probably uh, went to those car shows with your dad when you were younger. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, car shows, boat shows, RV shows. Look, growing up, we had a 50s bus that my parents turned into a camper and built themselves. So if you want to know if I come from handy, creative, wild people, yeah, I do. It had like orange shag and and, uh, white vinyl. <laughs> oh
1: nice! <laughs> A little fuzzy, huh? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that that that's that's funny. Now let me ask you this: you you told us about your uh, I guess your your most memorable uh, moment. Okay, yeah. now what was, was
0: th-
1: what was the hardest, the hardest mega Hard- uh that that the hardest project that you uh, actually were involved in.
0: Um, you know, when we first started the show, um, mm-hmm. the the very second episode we ever did, The Lucky Family, it was such, a, we were taking on such a big beast. And, you know, I, I kind of, I had so much to prove. I mean, we were new and I wanted to get renewed and it was like I wanted to show everyone what you could do what we could do um, mm-hmm. by doing what we could do. And we took on so many projects in that episode that I really thought it was never going to end. And we were revealing, no lie, Friday night in the pouring rain. It was midnight when we were doing that reveal. Oh, wow. And, you know, we had just finished by the hair of our chinny-chin-chins. It was... <laughs> degrees in the house it was soaking wet and muddy outside we were carrying furniture in we were trying to get that wine cellar finished definitely one of our hardest moments and <laughs> <laughs>
1: i've
0: learned to trim down the project since then <laughs>
1: yeah I, I think so
0: <laughs> but you know we tackled the wine cellar which was a huge beat and we built the bar and we gave them a home theater and we did you know a, a pool room and it was yeah, that was one of those we built chairs out of wine barrels. So <laughs> it was it was a never ending. Yeah. Okay. That was one of the hardest ones. And that will probably go down in history as <laughs> the
1: most
0: difficult <laughs> we ever did.
1: Yeah, but you know, the you, you got through that and you're you're going strong, uh, without a doubt. Now the, I guess the biggest question that, that I have is where do you go? Where do you see yourself going from here?
0: I um Oh, yeah.
1: It's a tough one, that huh? Is, <laughs>
2: the sun, no,
0: the sun, the moon, and the stars. Um... I I'm, I'm, love this show, and I see this show lasting a very, very long time. And I'm fortunate enough that HGTV and DIY and my, have become my family, so I get mm. to do more and more shows. So for me, this is where I've always wanted to be. <laughs> so I'm just, like, reveling in the fact that I'm actually here. this is It's so surreal to turn on a TV and, and see it. It's it's really there. I mean, for a while, I couldn't even get excited about it. I was afraid to get excited about it. I was like, oh, my God, I've wanted it for so long. You know, don't screw it up in Eastern. Don't don't screw it up. Is that a Northeastern thing or an Italian thing?
1: Uh, I think it's both. (laughs) (laughs) The,
0: the, The whole first season, this is something you guys might be interested in knowing. The whole first season, every time I was doing a show, there was this constant repeat in my head going, don't screw it up. (laughs) <laughs>
2: oh
1: my God! But you know what? I I think uh, when you want something that badly and you have it, and you you some people anyway, I'm not saying you, but some people they begin to uh, get a little nervous and question whether they actually belong oh. there. It, it happens, you know. Uh, it's hap this happens to a lot of people, and for you, um, well, you belong there and beyond. Oh.
0: Oh yeah. I'm, and this is my, you know, I am where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I, I'm totally where I want to be. I'm so happy. I love it so much. I, you know, I don't know how many of the DIY or HDTVers TV that you know, or you get to talk to, but I have to say every single person that I've met, they're like family at hello. They're fun. They're energetic. They're, they're crazy. They're wild. And it's, you know, each person I meet, I fall in love with. I, I love working with them. I love playing with them. We all become best friends. Everyone's calling each other up. Everyone's promoting each other's shows. So it's it's hands down the coolest network to ever work for. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it.
1: No, but that that's that's cool stuff. Now on HDTV, uh, you said you had a uh, another show on there.
0: I yes, I got lucky enough um, to host the all-american handyman uh this season mm. which you know the judges are mike holmes and scott mcgillivray it's been on a few seasons um it started out up in canada as a hit show it's fantastic so i had never um been on the set a set like this before and it was absolutely wild we we're in la we we're in this building we're on the roof They're you know Everyone's competing to potentially get their own show, and they're competing to be known as, you know, the ultimate, the all-American handyman. And it was wild to see the personalities and the skill sets, and you know, watching everybody who's nervous and knowing—I I mean, I know where they're coming from. This was me when I first started my show, so mm-hmm. it was—you know—it was fun. Everyone was getting mad at me because I was everyone's cheerleader. I didn't have—I didn't have any favorites. Mm-hmm. Because I really did want everybody to win. Yeah, but
1: would they expect you to be like Simon Cowell? <laughs> you yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's not my nature. No. I I want to push people. Go get it! Like grab that dream. Go go for gold. Do it. So. See,
1: see that's why we get along because we think the same way. Yeah, you, ha- you have to push people and 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 cheer, be their cheerleader. Why not?
0: No, I, some everybody needs it. Come on, we all need love.
1: Yeah, no, without a that we definitely need to, to do that. Now, uh let me let me ask you this on uh Omega Dens, what do you have coming up uh that you would want uh our listeners to be aware of?
0: We have some awesome shows slated for the season including um I, speaking of going for gold, we did Summer Sanders house in park city, Utah, okay. the gold medal winner. All right. So, um, and her husband, Eric slopey, who was another Olympian and you know, that's a super fun episode. We did, Yeah, you know, we, we've got some good stuff this season. In fact, we are on episode, we are about to start filming episode seven next week and each episode has gotten better and better and better. Uh, I can't, I can't even tell you how excited I am about the season. You know, we started out airing our Vanilla Ice episode, and we just aired the, air, the airplane episode, which was wild.
1: The vanilla, um, the vanilla Ice episode?
0: Oh, we went down to Rob Van Winkle's house nice. in Florida and gave him a Mega den. Nice. And I have to say, he is awesome. He's he, he so fun. He, he's, a, he's a good that,
1: guy. He's a good guy.
0: He's absolutely out of his mind. <laughs> it
1: was a good episode. It was, it was a lot of fun. Wow. So let, let's uh, let's let's plug uh, MegaDens and uh, let's let's talk about the website uh, and, and everything else. Just uh, let our listeners know how to follow what you're doing, see the show, and everything else.
0: Well, you can see Megadens every Sunday night at 8.30. Um, There's also, you're going to get to see a whole hour of the show between 8 and 9 on Sunday nights. Um, You can find us at DIYnetwork.com. And the cool thing is there's also a DIY to-go app. Or your iPhone. Nice. I don't know if you knew about that, but mm-hmm. you could watch all your favorite shows right there. Um, you can catch up on everything, including Megadens. It's really cool. Okay. So, um, And if you're looking for a Megaden, go to DIYnetwork.com and apply, because we are always casting. Oh,
1: there you go. And then how can people follow you and follow your career?
0: You can follow me on Twitter. Um, my handle is at AnitraMekadon. And, uh, if you Google me you'll find out how to spell my name, it's real easy. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, my website is under construction, kind of like my life, so don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I plan on having it up within the next month or two. And that's, um, com. Oh, yeah. So I try and make it real easy for people to find me, to find us on Megadens and, uh, you know, it's all
1: about the love. We're going to make the world pretty one Mega at a time. There you go, Anitra. Thank you for coming on the UCW Radio Show. And all listeners, they can find out more about you just by coming to our site as well. And, uh, you know, we'll have you on again because your future is going to get brighter and brighter. Uh, DIY is doing the right thing by you. HTTV, the whole nine. Uh, they're, they have a, a star, and they you were. Uh, a rough diamond that they're polishing up and 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 I just see great things and greater things from you and I just hope that our listeners kind of, you know, heard a little bit about you and maybe they would get inspired to reach for their dreams and keep going for it no matter what 30, 40, 50 whatever it is if you got a dream go for it right
0: Oh, yeah, baby.
1: Don't ever stop. Don't give up. There you go. Anitra, thank you again, and we'll have you on. And remember, uh, guys, uh, go to Twitter, uh, Anitra Mekadon, uh, at Anitra Mekadon. You go on there, follow her. You want to follow this lady's career because it's just getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And, uh, you know, I think, I, I think down the road you're going to figure out who I am, but that's okay because I have this interview, and that's what it was all about.
0: Oh I appreciate it and um you and I are gonna
1: stay in touch Oh without a doubt without a doubt. but then but thank you so much and I know you have a lot of things to do you have another mega den to kind of deal with so you go do your thing and we'll uh we'll definitely keep in touch and we'll have you on the show another time
2: I appreciate it
1: you guys have it.
2: a good night Thank you you too. Bye-bye. What what is your mouth oh, Well that is you So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.